0: Welcome back to another episode of Theory of Pre-Med. Theory Premed is a podcast following the journey of three pre-med students, Mo, Todd, and Nathan. We talk about our path and experiences as we bring on guests who will connect pre-meds worldwide. If you are thinking about med school or healthcare in general, our podcast will give you the ultimate student perspective. Also, as always, thank you to Chapman Radio for giving us a space to record today. And, I mean, most of you guys, uh, if you guys listened last week, you would have heard our guest uh blake but we're recording two episodes today so he's still here so hey blake they trapped me yeah, once we, again.
1: yes we could not get rid of this guy no matter how <laughs> hard we tried listen, we're listen, like listen. just go he's
2: yeah, like just just get get out i'm here. actually i was paying them to stay on oh, the yeah. podcast he, he, paid he paid us with coffee yeah today. yeah yeah i bribed him i bribed <laughs> him
3: no we he was a really good guest so we asked him back so thank you blake for being here Always, Um, always. It's a pleasure. As science majors and science thinkers, we're always very curious about the world, how it works, and the supernatural things of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does Bigfoot exist? Yes. Question
1: mark? Just (laughs) actually, like, just to kind of give a little bit of backstory. I mean, everyone probably knows by now, the four of us were taking or have taken physics this summer. And one big question that is always around when physics is brought up is astronomy: what's out there in space? What's going on outside of our planet? I guess also inside of our planet too. Um, But you know, there's a lot of astrophysics, and that's something that we all find pretty interesting. Um, And just to kind of give a little like story too, is that um, there was one time we were sitting in class. um, That was the best class. Yeah, and we basically like we were.
0: I don't know if it was out of boredom or what. No, this is what happened. What but happened was we really didn't want to listen to the lecture <laughs> because it was pretty hard. So we tried to distract him, I guess. Yeah, basically. And we went to space. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we distracted the professor for like an hour. Uh, and we just talked about space. Uh, <laughs> and because we didn't Amazing. want to listen to the lecture. He loved Amazing. it. Yeah. He loved it. But yeah, it was so much fun. And we it was like the best, the most interesting things that we learned throughout the whole like six weeks. And so that kind of spawned into this uh, this episode
0: today. Yeah. Well, so, tell me about it. There's so much <laughs> to talk about, but you know what? Let's just j- jump right into it. Go for it. The first question is, is the universe really infinite or just mm-hmm. ever expanding?
3: And that links to the, the Big Bang Theory, yeah, right? The, the start of the expanding universe. Yeah. And
1: kind of what the background was for this. Was the proof for the Big Bang theory is at least what we've learned is that when you measure planets and their planetary motion, is that we find that they're all expanding outwards, right? And so, at least uh, this is what I've heard. There's plenty more evidence, but yeah. But like when all the planets are expanding outwards from this sort of central point, that that kind of is an indicator of the idea that you know there was some sort of explosion at the beginning that caused this sort of expansion, and is why you know things are still constantly expanding because of Newton's first law I think <laughs> that's first yeah right an object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by another force in an
0: inertial system
1: wow so Even you know, how, you, know how in in physics,
0: <laughs> you know how in physics you know how in physics we we were taught like oh like there's not that many things that are faster than the speed of light right there, well, I think there is like very small small particles that are, but then they can't go under the speed of light. Right? I think it's
1: like nothing can nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. Right? but there are some things that so do. So that's what I thought.
0: Something, right? But then that is only um, applicable for things um, from the edge of the uni- like the, our known universe to mm. us. But everything outside of that can travel faster because those planets are traveling faster.
1: Isn't that crazy? honestly, it's already kind of hard for me to follow, but yeah. No, like it, the things on the
0: outer sounds... edge of the universe are yeah. traveling faster than the speed of light, well, which is really
3: the, weird. The speed that we know is the speed yeah, of light, right? right. But well, their speed of light is different.
2: Right. That I I have read the perspective. Like I I I don't I don't remember where I read or where I heard it, but it was something about the the distance from where we think the Big Bang occurred or the distance from the observer does alter like our perspective our perspective of Uh, distance. like Displacement is not the same when you're looking at something from a million light years Mm -hmm. away. Um, Mainly because, again, we're limited by light, right? So the only way that we can see that is light returning to us, but Mm -hmm. because we have no way of actually measuring the object up close, there's no way of really knowing. Um, But I've never heard of a particle traveling faster than the speed of light. I have never heard that before. That's uh, wild.
0: Dr. Klein even said like there are particles that travel faster than the speed of light. It's just, you know how like things can't overcome the speed of light start traveling faster than it? Right, right, right. It's the same thing for those particles. They can't slow down. Oh, below speed the speed of, of yeah, light. Yeah, Because it takes so much energy to do that.
2: Right, right. The deceleration of so, the speed. Yeah, it goes be... both ways. I actually, all right, I do I do have a bit of a uh, a real science question I'd love to ask you guys, uh, not to sidetrack this, but I recently read that there is a theory called the false vacuum. And the false vacuum states that... The universe as it is right now is at a certain potential energy. We think we're at ground state. Like, we think the energy of all matter is at its ground state, which is what allows tables to form for us to be the way that we are because protons or neutrons or whatever particles are at their lowest potential energy. Well, there's a theory that we're actually only at a plateau and that there is, like, because the potential energy of all of us might be zero, but the total energy of those particles and those whatever ma- – what substances make up life as we know it are not technically at a ground state of zero energy or else life wouldn't be able to exist. You wouldn't. We wouldn't see right. the conservation of energy. We wouldn't see any of Newton's laws. So an argument is that the false vacuum is such that there is actually a much lower ground state. And the argument is that if there is a sufficient enough energy output, maybe like a supernova colliding with a black hole, that – the ground state would actually be pushed over the ledge. And if that were to occur, like let's say we're at a ground state of 10 and there's the zero, well, if that starts with one, the release of energy would be such that it would cause a chain reaction and the universe would just ink out of existence because be all so the, weird. I' so weird.
1: I hope that doesn't happen.
2: Me too. and I was I was curious what what, what, what all of you would think. like do you really think that it's possible like that there is a second energy state that's even lower than our than what we know? I feel like that kind of like
0: if that was to happen where everything just like ceases to exist, I feel like it wouldn't just instantaneously happen. You would slowly see things just disappear. <laughs> like you than- watch it like like yeah. back to like fades out of existence. one minute, like <laughs> cows would be gone. Another minute, like no. trees would be gone. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Why the cows? <laughs> first? And then honestly, cows I feel like gone. if that was to happen, everyone would be like, "Oh my God, we're in a simulation." Like, <laughs> or, I don't know. It's yeah. just. A- I mean,
1: so yeah. like that. That was very complicated. I definitely have no answers for that. It was definitely hard to follow, and I think oh, just it, putting I out like put it well. Yeah. It's just yeah. we're too we're too. No, no, no yeah. <laughs> no. It <laughs> wasn't you. It was me. It was yeah, definitely yeah, me. Yeah, I,
2: I will. I'm not. A, I'm not an expert on the false vacuum. Let me just put that on the podcast for the record.
1: I do, yeah, and just to you know further expand on that, this a big disclaimer that none of us are physicists. We are very probably ninety percent of the things we're going to physicists. say are probably going to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but but we're just know, curious. Yeah, we're just we're just curious. So, Please don't get mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're, just so, we're sorry
2: if that. we butcher your favorite scientific theory. We don't, <laughs> we don't mean it.
1: Feel free, you know, to let us know if you uh, in the comments anything. of our Instagram. Yeah. Oh. Have you guys seen
3: Good any of the uh, the planets that they've discovered that are able to inhabit life like ours?
2: uh wasn't one of the moons uh, europa isn't that one europa? of the thoughts like a that sounds familiar imagine yeah. living on a moon
1: no imagine you're like oh yeah i'm going to europa next next uh, summer and then <laughs> the guy's my, like yeah. my family's oh, got like, a summer oh, home oh, on europa
2: like paris you're like you yeah, no like, yeah. no the other moon <laughs> <laughs> no i mean the other jupiter's moon my friend <laughs> <laughs> wait if if that was a thing that. like
0: that was Literally. reality where we could go to different planets and like they had civilization and stuff on there would you do that um I would honestly do. I think it would be pretty cool. Wait,
1: like, go live on another planet? Yeah.
0: But, like, uh, it, you wouldn't have that, like, luxurious life. You would ha- actually have to, like, either be doing research there, or you'd be building, like, the colony. Like, if this happened now, where uh, there's nothing there. Oh, like the whole Elon thing yeah, moving exactly. people to Mars? Would you, would you
2: do uh, it? Absolutely not, no. You wouldn't?
1: I, I don't know if I would either. I'm not... I'm just not...
2: You know, this will be a little selfish, but, like, I do not have a burning passion for the preservation and the expansion of the human race like (laughs) some people do. And I just think that there are better suited dentists for that task, you know? like I (laughs) I think there's probably a better dentist out there for the job than me. It's like the
1: (laughs) the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man argument.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For me,
0: I think I would do it for, like, a selfish reason. And the reason for that is because (laughs) there's so much potential to be the first for something on there.
1: Right? Mo, most like i want he more people to i want more people to be like me so i want my gene pool to be the yeah, yeah. so. most <laughs>
2: literally like he's i like, want to take over mars once <laughs> no, i have the he's resources
1: like,
3: no, he's, he's like, like, like blake oh you're you're selfish oh watch this he's <laughs> like, like <laughs> okay <guys. laughs> it's gonna be me he's like, i'm gonna rule the planet he's
1: <laughs> yes. like i'm gonna harvest all the minerals he's like listen to my pitch this is my pitch i am gonna be King of Mars. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because, listen, listen if out, you're, if you're on there. you to
2: be emperor of dudes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're on there, right? And you're the only, like, one of the few doctors there, right? And there's oh only like God. 80 people working on that planet, You're not going to get paid for that work. That's I don't free care, work. bro. Yeah. They, I'm their last contact there, bro. If something does happen, I'm the one that, like, cures any, anything there. Uh, uh, what are they going to do? They can't do anything. They have to like please me, bro. <laughs> yeah, you have a bro, monopoly you on Transmission
1: on life. <laughs> to internal medicine on Earth, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but, there's so okay. much
0: potential,
2: like to reach there. Like, it's insane. But 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 okay, certainly. It's but, another but level, but not in your lifetime. Like even yeah. if today, like SpaceX was like, yo, the colony ship works, guys. What what's the window? There's like two launch windows in the entire year, and you're. Only able to carry X number of people, it's not like you're ever communicating with people from Earth ever again. I mean, for some people, that's a good thing. Well, that's (laughs) what I'm saying. That's why I'm not that dentist. You know, like someone else can handle it. Imagine uh,
0: the Instagram pics you could have.
2: Oh my God. Dude, (laughs) imagine flexing on your friends back on Earth. You're like, just got a moon rock today wow, I saw this weird lizard there. Mm. Apparently there is life on there Europa. Is. <laughs> start of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Why so is, I got this new space suit I got. <laughs> yeah. Why is the piano music playing in the background?
3: You know, uh, partially learning physics kind of like made me not want to go to space because I've always wanted to like, yeah, I've always wanted to experience zero gravity. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even as a kid, I was like, that was one of my dreams was like to like be in a zero gravity chamber yeah, yeah. and like float around. But in physics they're like, "Oh yeah, well it's not actually zero gravity. You actually have the force of gravity being applied to you by all." Yeah. Like, but it is like it's time. negligible. Yeah, it's negligible. But and I was like, "Oh, it's not zero gravity. Assume gravity equals
1: 0." Yeah, yeah. So, exactly.
3: But I you would like greater. to go on another planet to like kind of just jump around and just to see it. Feel the weightlessness. Just for Instagram Okay. I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah. So actually one thing that I think is fun to ask is, you know, what kind of planet would you like to see? Like, I know, I've heard that there's, like, planets that are, like, covered in diamonds or something like that just Mm. because, like, the pressure is so great Mm -hmm. there. But what cool
0: planet would you like to see? Not Jurassic Park. Um, What is it called? Um... The journey to the center of the earth or something like that. Oh my like goodness. Yeah. You'd want to go to like a hollow yeah. planet. You'd want to go Yeah, I think that'd be so sick. Because like, you see all these like big animals and like majestic Actually Or Avatar, yeah. you know Avatar Avatar would be that would be cool. a sick planet. Dude, that well, movie's coming out Okay, okay, two. wait. wait so on.
2: like but like stipulation, can I ask a can I ask a clarifying yeah. question? Do I have like a space suit and like I can fly or something so yeah. that I'm not like yeah, yeah yeah. Like I'm not just walking on the ground hiking around, am I? Like I can I can fly. Or something. I don't know. I have like a jetpack. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll, okay. we'll we'll
1: put you in Minecraft creative. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put we'll me in a creative. Well, so
2: if if I'm not worried about dying. I would love to go to, like, a gas giant. Like, I'd fly into Whoa. the red dot on Jupiter. I bet that's really cool. It's so boring. Yeah, you can't see anything. The <laughs> storm <laughs> winds are like 800 miles an hour. I want to experience <laughs> that. That and sounds cool. No, but <laughs> like,
0: imagine, like, the planet where, like, Avatar is on, right? Like, you yeah. have floating islands. and, and, and Speaking like, of, uh,
2: 2022, new, yeah. new Avatar movie. Is this assuming, like, the blue people are there?
0: Yeah, I'd love that. Like, that'd be so sick. You want to like, go
2: hang out with the cat people with the weird tentacles? that's braids? so sick.
0: Dude, I love the, the tribal <laughs> stuff. I think that's so sick, but imagine the tree what? just like glowing. Can you can you can you
2: can you explain what you mean by liking yeah. the tribal yeah, stuff no, a little no. bit more? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, can we elaborate? No, I, think, I think just
0: like the culture. I think that's so. Sick. Oh, the culture.
2: Yeah, culture. Yeah, a
0: blue cat you, you're, people. Yeah. You're one with the earth, bro. You could be one sick. with the
2: earth here. You can
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's that one planet in Star Wars where it's all Wookies?
2: Kashyyyk! I yeah. love Star Wars. <laughs> mm. my, my baby brother's like super into it. I love Star Wars, yeah.
3: I'll go to the Wookiee planet.
2: Kashyyyk would be a terrible place to go. Well, I, don't well, I don't. The problem is I don't know are. Star
3: Wars, I just think Wookiees are cool.
2: You know what's interesting about Wookiees, I didn't know this, you wanna know why they're up in trees? Why? Because those eight foot, big foot, orangutan monsters are like the bottom of the food chain on that planet. <laughs> the, that planet is so inhospitable that, okay, Very good. One of the the Star Wars books that was really interesting had Darth Vader like traipsing through Kashyyyk and dude almost got killed by like wild buffalo. Like the random animals that just like walk between the trees, like mauled him. And he's Darth Vader, man. Like I don't think I don't think I would do very well. Yoda would have been a different story. Oh, is that right? I I
1: don't wanna go to a planet where it's like super tropical, where like everywhere you go on it, That's that's avatar.
0: that's, okay. that's yeah, not yeah. Avatar. Uh, Have no, you watched the movie? Okay, the only area that's not a, like a jungle. There was a like, desert.
2: There was a desert. They where? flew out to a desert.
0: Wait, well, that's, that's because of the the people. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the people? What do you mean the, the, people? the humans went and like ruined the planet? No, they didn't.
2: Yeah, they did. The humans were not on that planet that much. Exactly, and they still managed to ruin it. Okay. <laughs> that, okay, that was okay. why the, the entire listen, war happened. Listen, just because you're know. anti-human, okay, and you want to <laughs> go <laughs> live, just because you're a furry, you want to go live with the cat people, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to have my own like dragon that I could fly and stuff.
2: That would be pretty cool. Nathan, would you ever go to the Avatar planet?
3: Dude, honestly, I've never seen Avatar. Well, now it's in <laughs> the ocean, right? It's That's weird. where wait, the wait, next... Yeah. Yeah. It's like land <laughs> of the sea or whatever. Yeah, land of the sea.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay, well... You've never seen Avatar? No. So, Are you serious? <laughs> Nathan, we need to fix that. Tonight, yeah. you're watching it. <laughs> you need to go over Meet to Meet up with house.
0: Abby and you watch it. Uh, the blue people. Okay,
1: bro. so this kind of like would transition... <laughs> the, this would transition to like our next topic, which is the idea of like, is the universe really infinite or is it just ever expanding?
0: I, I don't believe anything is infinite. Okay. Yeah. I, don't,
2: I don't think it's infinite either. That wouldn't... It just wouldn't make sense. I, right. I, don't, I wouldn't understand how, like, infinity, again, like, there's nothing to compare infinity to. That's my problem. It's like, if we are saying the universe is infinite, the only other, like, the only other adjective I guess you could use to describe it is endless. And mm-hmm. I just don't think that matter is endless. Like, I don't think there is an infinite amount of matter that exists in the universe at one time.
1: Yeah, you know? I, yeah. I mean, it's just—it's hard to know. I mean, it's impossible. Right, it's impossible. Uh, right. To know, it's right? impossible to know. And the right. thing is, like, to consider is that if it actually is infinite, then that means that probability is basically like irrelevant. Because if it's infinite, then there's infinite. There is other chances. right. There so is any, other life. Yeah. So right. any probability um, that would occur has occurred, um, which right. is kind of crazy to think about. Because you, I, I feel like you think about it, and it's like, well, if probability is irrelevant. Then there would be a planet that has somehow, you know, figured out communication with other planets, and that has talked to us, right? It's even if that probability is like near zero, then that would be, you know, something that would have happened,
2: right? Um, and because we haven't observed it, I think that's my main argument for not necessarily believing it's infinite. Is okay. If it were, something tells me that in the infinite possibilities that would that that could exist, we would have encountered. I would honestly like I would I would I would assume aliens would be kind of unfriendly you know no, no like I'm just going to be honest like if we had spacefaring technology and we found people that were like humans like, some other race, I refuse to believe that we wouldn't do something terrible. Like, if we had the capacity to, like, vaporize their planet in an instant... I don't think
0: we would even be able to, just because of their, I feel like their technology well, would be so much better.
2: And, well, could, that's the yeah. thing, though. No, like
1: You don't know. Yeah, you're yeah. That's, that's another thing, is because, you know, if there are, like, these infinite sort of possibilities, then that would kind of confirm the existence of aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right, so right. the next question is, do we think that aliens are real? I think 100%.
0: There's no way out of... I think, if not in our galaxy, in another galaxy, right? But there's no way with the bili- – like, there's billions of planets out there. There's yeah, no right. way not one of them has, an, like, some type of life in on there. And I'm, I'm not talking True. about, like, aliens that look like us or the big, green, blue guys. Like, no, but, like, no, something. I'm, like, like, something alive, right? Yeah. I think some planet has to have it. Yeah. If you really think about it, if it's, like, bacteria or something like that, you can't detect it on, like, a telescope. Yeah, and the
3: fact that they've already discovered like multiple life supporting planets and they found like little I I feel like they found like little bacteria on Mars somehow. I I I read that some uh somewhere. a little uh I hope they like micro Little microorganisms uh in the in the ice in Mars. They found that.
2: I would admit honestly, like if I were ever like the sole person in charge of like space travel and some astronaut found bacteria on mars i i i don't think i'd ever be comfortable like i would want to leave the person studying it up in the space station with no way to leave like (laughs) i would not like like we'll go get you when you're done (laughs) (laughs) that just breeds sci-fi horror it does it does yeah
3: they've already confirmed the existence of life on mars
2: well and europa had a like very
3: microorganisms Uh, right
2: well and is isn't the current wasn't the the prevailing theory that if you had water and sunlight life in some form could exist. Like, mm, okay, so then to that end, do you think, have have all of you heard of the evolutionary barrier that they sometimes talk about? Like, where is um, the barrier in evolution? Meaning like, is it eukaryotic cells? Is it intelligent life? Or are we not yet there? Like, is some awful catastrophe waiting and like every civilization in the universe never gets past this point because something happens? I'm curious, do you think we're past it or do you think we're approaching it?
0: Okay, this is kind of controversial for, like, saying this, but for me, I'm kind of stuck in, like, the middle of this. Like, yes, I understand where evolution comes from, right? Like, we started off as, like, bacteria, blah, 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 and, like, we evolved over, like, time into, like, humans. Mm -hmm. But if you think about that, like, that's such a complicated, like, evolution. And it's, if, like, you're, if you take the science out of it and just think of it, it's, like, it's kind of hard to believe it. Right. But you're kind of forced to believe it just because of the evidence that science provides. Right. But I feel like there's like something that we haven't really figured out yet. And I like, part of me feels like we didn't evolve from like this small, like Mm -hmm. prokaryotic thing into eukaryotes and like eventually humans because it's just so hard. Like, but I mean, you know, yeah. Nature is magical, I guess. So it's a possibility. But I also believe in a higher power. And I think that could have.
1: See one thing that I think is good to clarify is the idea of like what this evolution that you're talking about is because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. evolution is the fact it, it basically it, evolution is the the genes the gene pool or like the you know whatever like traits are occurring in a in a species or something is changing over time it doesn't necessarily mean that it's improving or getting yeah, better yeah that's right that's and because a that that concept. always um, you know that changes throughout time and space and. Basically, what the other conditions are around you, Absolutely. right? So, are you thinking about sort of like forward evolution in terms of like it's, not you, it's just harder to find it's because not right, something. It's, it's hard to find because right. it's constantly changing. What is yeah survival the fittest? What is the most fit? Well, is always said. changing.
2: I I think prior may, maybe the distinction can be made prior to let's say like the onset of of intelligent life. So prior to like we're thinking back in prokaryotes, we're thinking bacteria. It's okay. like is the barrier getting bacteria? Or does the barrier come well after a civilization has developed intelligence, and does every civilization understand nuclear fusion or fission? And then something happens down the line, and it's like planet destroying or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like that's I, that was more my. It's com- hard Right. because
3: okay. you. It's not like, like it's not going to go step by step the way our evolution right. did. It's going to uh, be unique in every case. Yeah, exactly. And and our our evolution, it was so like kind of all over the place mm. you know like mm-hmm. like leading from the the sponges the animals uh to all the way to us um like it was so complicated and so many branches off of it right uh, that really any possibility like to, to lead to intelligent life is, is possible right and
0: years. Hey, if that's where years, it started it's imagine it's where it would be if a billion years from now I yeah I like gonna, where do you go from there
1: just to answer your question like I, yeah. I feel like I feel like yeah like, I feel like we I feel like we have not hit that sort of, like, That's barrier. my argument, yeah. Because my argument is we're yet to I think see it's it. like, you know, we think about things in small
2: timescales. Right, not universal timescales.
1: And it's right. like, if you think about this, you know, millions of years in the future, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe, evolu- like, it always reaches a point where intelligent life will blow up its own planet. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know. I don't have evidence to, like, yeah. to really prove that. Um, Are we
3: evolving right now?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, but the thing is that it's, like, it's hard to measure human evolution because, we yeah, haven't know, been our, for Because our time. yeah our lifespans are is, is obviously as long as humans is so it's hard to measure human evolution within you know our given well, our lifetimes.
2: Th- like and think about crocodiles like crocodile aren't crocodiles like three or four times d- d- isn't hasn't their existence eclipsed no, ours multiple times? Yeah, I mean or like chickens like there's some animals yeah. that have their evolutionary gene line or timeline is so much larger than humans mm-hmm. 100%. But we we like to think
0: I mean like, sharks are also But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and even
1: just to like just to add on more to that is just the idea of like migration and gene flow and and the intermixing of genes itself is a force of evolution too. Mm-hmm. So we are you know we are evolving all the time. Absolutely. I think
0: the next step for evolution really like mm-hmm. where it becomes like a completely different species yeah right is if somehow an alien like Aliens come down, we, they start like mixing with our like our, our world. Okay, right. Okay. And somehow there's like a like I'm talking about aliens that like look yeah, like yeah, us yeah, in a yeah. way. And then like relationships start forming between aliens and humans and things right. like that. Oh, and I think that's gonna be the us. next step of like evolution. <laughs> Maybe. Well, all
2: right, I, I have a <laughs> counter argument to that. I actually think that the next I I'm curious. If we fully genetically curate a child you know, very, I, I don't want to get controversial, <laughs> so trigger warning maybe for those of you who don't like this kind of thing. But, you know, is that still a person? If you make a perfect human being in a bottle and everything out of it is, you know, we, somehow we use CRISPR and we get a child that has no, no predisposition to any diseases um, and we curate everything mm. about them. Yeah, that's still I, I a human? Feel like th-
1: I feel like that's actually like a that more reasonable final... next step of evolution. Because then,
2: right, if you perfect the limitations of the human condition, you know, being flesh and blood, um, like, is that still a person? Like, is I, that perfect? I Apple? think
1: so. Uh, that's I would consider it a person. I, I
2: would yeah, too. me too. I would too. Yeah. I would just say that that is like, let's say humanity is a box. That's just expanding it to match the like match the boundaries of being what it means to be a person. Right. Yeah. I think they still are certainly. I
0: but. think if that was to happen though, there's definitely going to be a disconnect between like 100%
1: like it, it would create natural, major disparities between yeah, people right. who can access the resources and people who yeah. can. Right.
2: Think about the children that are born in this born born into that, right? Or yeah. think about already there the there were the children was it in South Korea or was it in China where China they like two twins were born like the that gene doctor had two perfect embryos he went to
0: prison for it
2: he went to prison but i mean the kids aren't going to die they're going to raise those kids i mean that is if if he really did curate everything in their chromosomes and he he hand selected genes and and built the the genetic information those children are invaluable yeah. what they I, represent for humanity yeah I, that's so I, dangerous stuff if you I really think, think about it
1: I think that's that like, step, it's though. scary, and in like,
3: reality, it's our next step.
1: Yeah, it's scary if you think about it in terms of sci-fi and just what we like, know from those types of movies. But I think that it's, honestly, if it actually works out, it's amazing.
2: That's the thing. Like um, you know, another kind of controversial topic is speaking of like access to, to genes. Uh, yeah. My neighbors have had the same dog for 12 years, and it's died four times. It is <laughs> the same pet. They name it the same they don't eat, they pretend the like when the dog dies they just pretend that it's like a break and then 3 months later they they grew a new one Ugh. like they clung, they have a that's sample so at a lab in Texas like they don't rename it they don't bury it they literally dispose of the corpse and just get the next one seems... and they, they, it's considered their next dog like their family pet does not change
3: seems a little inhuman it's a little so,
2: well that's really because weird. i was well, watching <laughs> like i was watching blade runner like the original blade yeah. runner and they make fun of that like rich the rich guy who has his cat or whatever that pet that he had he's had for like 40 years it's the same cat i'm like oh my god my... This like weird sci-fi horror dystopian future that Blade Runner depicted is partially real now. Like the, yeah,
1: actually I, yeah, one thing that I kind of want to talk about for that is, you know, for a dog, I feel like it's not you know it's 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 easier than if it was. Oh, certainly, because there's certainly. the whole idea of nature versus nurture, right? right? And if you put if each one of us, you know, instead of growing up here, we grew up in a different country, you know, we probably wouldn't be. Or actually not probably, I can't say, but we might be different people, like totally different people than who we are right now. And it's
0: definitely something The culture
2: that's... you grow up in is- Right, so... I would almost say that's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I, I, I agree with your comment there, Todd, that you know what, what's really interesting is once you overcome nature, it's all about nurture. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you were kind of getting after that. It's mm-hmm. like if we overcome nature by creating a perfect child, then, then it really is about mm-hmm. the quality mm-hmm. of the character and the people around them. Yeah, because you could raise. I mean, and that's sort of the ethical conversation. I know it's sort of ridiculous to change topic again, but like in the Boys, the TV show, right? They can make superheroes. So the argument there is not, well, what happens if superheroes are bad? It's well, what happens if superheroes exist in an imperfect world? You have yeah. imperfect. You have per- imperfect perfect beings in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's and and the weird thing is. It's all happening in our lifetime. No, it really is. Like in many ways, this is a very titular time, as which is very, very a lot of hubris oozing out of that comment. But it's interesting to see that perspective of like, okay, well, what has changed in our lifetimes? When we were all born, it was flip phones, and I can look at everyone here. We have a touchscreen phone that can analyze. Petabytes of data in an instant, yeah. dude. Now they have contact
0: lenses that are literally like holo- like you yeah. see holograms and things like that. Imagine like having a computer in such a thin like piece of plastic.
2: Or or think about like the technology that we have behind. I mean, just the scanner that I use at chalk. I mean, I have no idea what kind of code goes into that thing, and I was told under no circumstances should I ever look because it's just gonna. It's just too. It's too, too complex. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's just a normal scanner.
0: Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just go for it. Just use it. No, and the crazy thing is the technology we have today is like 10, 15 years old. Right, right. Which is like right. really, really
2: crazy. Wait, like what is the real cutting edge? What uh, is the yeah, pinnacle yeah. of R&D technology right now? I don't know. You what guys think, you guys oh.
3: think uh, the government's hiding any?
0: Oh, one million percent. A billion percent. Yeah,
2: like. Well, what? What? what okay, here's really? my argument. Here's my argument. So one, the SR-72, SR-71 Blackbird, all right, that plane uses an engine design that is a mix between two hypersonic engine systems, liquid injection fuel and ramjet technology. Now, ramjets are ridiculous unto themselves. They only work when you have an airspeed of, like, Mach 5. Yeah. Um, because they basically start using the cr- air. Right. Yeah. It crams so, yeah. air into the system, which ignites the fuel source. Now they had that back in the 70s you're telling me that the government that spends billions of dollars on, on weapons development yeah. every year hasn't improved their their engine design there's a reason for we don't have years. free
0: healthcare for everyone
2: yeah like, <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's money going somewhere and what i think is more accurate more likely is they tell us what they're doing they just don't tell us what that means They'll say, oh, our money is going to the defense budget. And if I think if, like, the president poked, they'd be like, oh, this is for jet technology. This is jet propulsion. Oh, this is a weapon system, Mm -hmm. right? They're not going to tell you what the weapon system is. They're not going to tell you what the jet propulsion they're working on is. They'll just tell you. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like it's this. It's this umbrella. It could be anything. You take your pick. Um, But I just – man, I – Hearing the Area 51 stories and Bob Lazar's story. People storming Area Area 51.
0: I think Area 51 is just like nothing.
2: Oh, I don't think it's anything anymore either. As soon as it it was hidden for 50 years. As soon as it became public knowledge, they moved everything. There's no way. It's definitely
0: somewhere else. That's, That's a good point. I feel like oh, at this serious. point it's probably like in our Antarctica or something. <laughs> on like well, on I don't Well know.
2: and and speaking I, I who who just said the, the rate on Area fifty one, yeah. I mean. Like if that was an actual government facility with <laughs> real technology, I don't no believe that anyone here, would yeah. have lived. Yeah. No, they would have shot everyone who stepped foot on there. Like, the go- why well, would the government care?
3: They didn't pass through the gate. Oh, they didn't. No, they just. Oh, stood I thought outside they got in. It. No, no, they didn't. Oh,
2: get no in. wonder nothing no, happened. Like, okay, that sense. It was makes a meme, sense. and then yeah. they
3: all like showed. There was a lot of people that showed up, but they were just all standing outside, like with like aliens. I and, remember
0: that was so funny. Oh, I Elliot. thought they went in.
2: No, yeah. but if you think about it, even if
0: like let's say it was something like big in there, right? They would not let an event like that take place there. No, but right. Like there's right. no yeah. like even that. Imagine like Mm-mm. thousands of people being that close to top secret like thing. No way. Yeah, like an like, alien spacecraft. No, no way. Because I mean, there's no a possibility way. someone could sneak through, and you can't risk that. And right. do you
3: guys remember that they like threatened to like, uh, like shoot the people
0: that? Oh, they have snipers there. Obviously, and, snipers, like, sure. and they
3: they had like a they had airstrikes airplanes. Like, well, let me so right? let me
2: tell you an interesting Area 51 story. Um, my military family has been all over the Air Force. And one of, my, one of my family members was a colonel in the, in the Air Force, or colonel in the Air Force and Navy, I, I don't remember. Um, and, no, Air Force. And he would fly um, large cargo planes or troop carriers. And in one of his conversations, it was like, even in the military, no one is allowed near Area 51. Like back in the 80s, he had to make a flight from Texas or somewhere he was he like crossed over the airspace because they follow military something. And they got waved, and they're, like, told you're not allowed to come within this no-fly zone. Even though it's a military facility, they're like, you're, don't come into the airspace. And he's my, my family member has always said, he's like, that's really, really strange. Like, why were we not allowed anywhere near this when we're, like, a cleared? Like, him and the co-pilot are both, like, colonels in, the, in, the, in their respective branches. Like, there's, they have the clearance. Why aren't they allowed to fly near a random salt salty, dried-up lake? In the middle of the right. mountains, it's kind of weird. I don't know.
3: Yeah, a lot of there's them. a lot of suspicious theories. What do you like
0: oh, think? You Todd. can go ahead. Um, I mean, like, there's obviously all these secrets, right? And I, th- I mean, like, as a government, I think you need to have it, like, as for defense and all that. Because, like, imagine if like other countries knew everything. I mean, just like how I feel like our country like has, I don't know, its secrets. Other countries do too. Absolutely. Um, and I think the only time we are really need to see that is if, if, like, World War III was to happen or something like that.
2: I almost wonder if that's like one of the deterrents. Oh, Everyone's 100%. Like, what yeah. do they act like? Are nukes really what we would use? Exactly, or is yeah. it some kind of even more ferocious, terrifying? I mean, we have
0: satellites now in space. God knows what they have. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, True. But the thing is, like, I honestly forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> hey, it's okay. That's, <laughs> the, well, beauty, it's that's the beauty of a podcast. Oh, oh, that's the oh, oh, beauty remember, of a podcast. I remember, podcast. I remember, I remember. If someone told you, you could literally know anything you wanted, right? But the thing is, you cannot talk to anyone. About it, would you take it? Yeah,
2: hundred percent. There are some things I'd like to know.
0: Yeah. Wait,
1: well, what happens if you accidentally tell someone? Oh, you're dead. Right. Oh, okay, I probably wouldn't take it because I'd tell
2: someone. Because you could, <laughs>
0: like, I think it would be so easy to slip up on it. Yeah. Mm. Especially at our our age, we still Over. have like sixty years to go. Right. I mean, well, it depends <laughs> like, on right. Oh, it hopefully. would depend on
2: what that was, right? Like if you, let's you know, say you
0: found out the government was doing like randomly kidnapping people and just running like tests on them.
2: Oh, I mean, like
0: I, I, I I'd just be. Yeah, nuts. that's a, that's
2: the movie right there. Well, it depends on what info they tell you. Like, if I got to pick, I would pick something interesting and benign. Like,
1: mine
0: would definitely be like technology. Mine oh. would
1: be like, is there a cure for cancer?
2: Really, mine would that be exists. AIDS. I would love to okay, know yeah. if they if they've cured or AIDS. That. Yeah, so yeah, something you know, cure AIDS or like, can we treat it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
0: so I don't, I don't think there's. A well, I think that goes with technology, like science technology. Yeah, yeah. I definitely focus more on that.
1: One thing that Absolutely. this this kind of goes back to the, the evolution talk, um, but I thought it'd be worth mentioning or just a little bit interesting is, well, for one, like this was uh, brought up to me by one of the doctors I've shadowed, but they talk about basically how the way that brains are extracted now from like people who pass away, the way that they're extracted now is the exact same way that the like ancient Egyptians extracted brains from, from people too. Because like the ancient Egyptians, in order to... Um, in order like to, like, preserve people. Yeah. yeah, they have to take out all the organs and everything. What are um,
2: they? The canop- canoptic jars, I think, is what they're called. When they, yeah. they, they dry up and grind the organs. of mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Of so
1: basically, yeah, like, they use the exact same methods back then that we do now. And that's kind of that was something that was kind of crazy to me, for me to think. And his theory is... Are you is, sure?
3: What's the method?
1: Because I remember
3: them teaching me in history that they pulled the brains out of their nose using a hook. That's the, that's what it, I remember. Well, I mean, it's ancient, it's ancient it's, ancient ancient it's ancient.
1: kind of similar where they go in like past like in sort of like um, I don't know how to exactly describe it in words, but like, a little bit below the nose, and then they go and they cut it through there like around where the pituitary gland is because you have to access it like mm. behind the teeth or something.
2: That's and, well, the, yeah the pl- the palatal plate up yeah, in here is yeah, is, they break is, is not bone. Yeah. yeah, it's it's actually just he- thick cartilage.
1: Yeah. And so that that way, um, you can like get the pituitary get to the pituitary gland and stuff. Wow. Like that.
0: Wait. So they pull out the full brain from? I the, I don't know
1: exactly, but I know that that's your brain one point of access. I'm not sure. But, I. But that's a great question. But basically, Squishy. it's his theory was that it's not that um, like people were dumber back then or that we're smarter now. It's the idea that now we just have a larger bank of knowledge to start out with. Like right. Right, yeah, like kind You'll of say. putting it into simpler terms, it's yeah. like we start at a checkpoint that's further along.
2: Exactly, and like access—that's the huge thing. Like part of why like written systems, the libraries, internets are so important. Public education is because you get that level. Yeah, like you can get the average. Like we might make we might make fun of it, but I guarantee that even the most average, you know, that's you know, tough. finished finished their education, they're just existing in the world, are probably a hundred, if not a thousand times more knowledgeable than someone from the 1800s. Like just a comparison.
1: Yeah, you think about it like our our parents grew up not having like Google, not having cell phones like that, where we have, you know, basically like all the information ever known to humans in our phones, in our pockets. Right. And so you just think about that and it's like, you know, yeah, you know, back to the ancient Egyptians, like was not, that's not a large time scale, really to think about in terms of evolution. Exactly. But the thing is that you know we we might not actually be getting smarter, we might maybe have like have hit that barrier. Although it's hard Fair to enough. say for sure. I right. think
0: with the barrier, I mm. feel like some way it's being res- like our evolution or like kind of like becoming more advanced and whatnot mm-hmm. is mm. like I feel like governments are restricting that, right? And if you think mm. about it, you kind of need to if we're still on Earth, right? Okay. Because like already the population is growing, and we're I mean. Poverty is increasing. Like health issues are increasing. Like a, a lot of things are increasing. Right. That like bad things are increasing, and if you allow the population to just continuously grow, right, then that's only going to get worse. Like overpopulation, things like that. Yeah, I actually so I think that's actually
3: a common misconception. I think. Um, there, it's been proven that a growing population not only... Well, it does add more mouths to feed, but it also adds more people to work to feed those mouths. Yeah, yeah, I've read that as well, issues. Though.
2: Really? I've read that, I've read that the... If you, if you break it down into just a math equation, like the average person contributes more to the overall success of the human race than they burden on it. Well, but let yeah. me say
0: this. Does that account for AI taking
2: over jobs now? See that i have no idea i it? mean i feel like it AI probably be does because more...
1: i don't think ai is at a point where like at least right now mm-hmm. it's not at a point where it can fully like take over right or, yeah like, well, like if
2: the human race just like inked that. out of existence and we're gone it's not like computers would suddenly take yeah. over <laughs> like, like they're not at that and point yet
0: well the thing is like in my ethics class we did a whole presentation about whether ai is taking over jobs or not mm. and at this point it's not right yeah but during covid a lot of the jobs that were lost are now like people are not returning to them because AI took over those jobs.
2: I, I right? have heard that, yeah.
0: And companies yeah. are investing more in AI than ever just because they saw the benefits during COVID. I mean, like companies made, like some companies made more money during COVID than they have any time before. A, a, lot, of com- of a lot of oh, Because of AI. There's less people, oh, more yeah. efficiency. And they, that was needed because like more people were at home, more people yeah. were getting like checks and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So people were spending their money on all those products. And so they, they needed to make sure they were able to supply those co- consumers with that product. And right. so things had to be a lot more efficient and less and costly. And AI do it better. And AI did it better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you need to code it and stuff, but technology is advancing. AI, AI is being invested, um, invested into much more than it was before. So I think eventually AI will become an issue to like a lot of the right. lo- lower-end population yeah. who yeah. don't have education.
2: Well, and I want to bring it back to Nathan's point quickly because I, I like your comment of like how how much do we actually know? Like where like where is that barrier of R and D actually falling? Like, you know, are we 10 years behind the curve, 15 years behind the curve? And at this point, part of me wonders back in like twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen, I don't know if y'all remember Google Duplex but that was the automated system answering thing. And oh my God, I know they cherry picked the cases, but that AI sounded like a person. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like ordering out from someone who who had a thick thick accent and the robot like handled it. Like it sounded like a secretary doing it. (laughs) And that was years ago. And Google spends like billions of dollars on AI. Why have we not seen another sample? Like, what do they have? Wait, did you hear
0: what happened? I think this was like a month ago. Hmm. Um, One of their head, like senior engineers who has been with the company for the longest time ever got fired. So he came out and said that they were working on an AI. And for the first time ever, they asked the AI if they were scared of being shut down. And the AI responded, I'm super scared of this because it's almost like death to me. And then the second, I got, I got chills. Oh, I'm panic. like, yeah, I'm about to die. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> the thing is, oh. right? If an AI is thinking about that, imagine like if they knew there's a pot, like, let's say, like, one day they knew that, oh, today I'm being shut down. What could they do in that case? Yeah. yeah. All right. They right?
1: Would, so let me let, oh, go let for go. it. Go, go, go. Well, go, go. Like, there's a, like, there's a couple of things. I think one thing that we like, really need to kind of like touch up on is the idea of like the uh, idea of advancement versus evolution because i think given enough time we're always going to like evolve Mm -hmm. but not necessarily going to advance but anyways kind of going into that um that ai thing one thing i have heard before was that there's a fundamental issue with the way that ai works right now that would prevent it from being like totally completely self-learning like i'm definitely no professional in ai but i've heard from like other podcasts or like other sources that there's a problem with, like, a fundamental problem with the way that AI learns that is going to prevent it from progressing to that yeah. sort of level. Well, with, um, because it's, uh, like, a way it learns, in re- like, the way it learns in
2: response to, like, things instead of like... It ha- I've heard it has to be ideas. given. Like, the yeah. problem what, is that you have to yeah. provide it with the stimulus exactly. and then give it the box. Like, yeah. it, can't, it can't make the distinction on its own. Exactly. Now, the
0: thing is, if at a certain point, AI becomes like gets to a point where I think they're decent, like they they've decently learned things, right? Because I mean, the way AI like learns is they see things and then it's exponential, yeah, right? Right. But then, what if at a certain point they can learn, like it can learn from itself,
2: like another AI? I think yeah, that's what Todd's saying it can't do yet. That's that's that's, oh, okay, the, that's okay. like what the barrier is
1: right now, or like from what I've heard, yeah. is that that's like the fundamental problem with the way AI works right now. It's just the way that you it has to be taught, mm-hmm. uh, and that still it can't. When- <laughs> When a robot says it's afraid of death, that is
2: well, something but that crazy. Break it out. Well, that—that's what I want to know. What they—what its Turing test score? Well, was. Google
0: said Google yeah. said um, that never happened, and then they fired the engineer.
2: I'm sure he did. So, I'm sure so they did. that also, just looks terrible. Why would they fire him? That looks awful. That makes yeah. him sound like he was telling I mean, the truth.
1: But yeah, the thing exactly. is, though, that like there, it's it's not to say that that idea was completely generated on its own. Like uh, that's the, true. like Maybe they totally, told them. Yeah, it could have been something that like they've heard or learned. You know in, right. in some way and just kind of parroting it think of the of bias
2: it. that would like imagine you're an engineer and you're on the cutting edge of a google ai and you're coding it mm-hmm. i'm sure that your bias or your fear of an ai taking over the world would somehow find its way into your code oh, 100%. like i was learning from like some mm-hmm. of the comp sci people here just doing our comp sci for the chalk stuff we're mm-hmm. literally training an ai to read pictures It is so hard, and it is so easy to build bias into a system Mm -hmm. that will absolutely handicap something down the line. Like, we had an issue where we didn't have great—we didn't actually, interestingly enough, we didn't have enough, um, like, Caucasian men in the study. And we extrapolated out data, and it just started butchering samples. Like, we would give it different control groups, and it couldn't make a—it couldn't—it was terrible. It was, like, worse— it was it was worse than guessing. Like I would have made a better diagnosis than the AI did, and that was just one minor variable that we left out at the beginning of the study, and all of a sudden it, it handicapped it moving forward. Because again, that AI can't, you know, can't it can't look at a at a data set and then generate its own idea from another. Right. right? Like yeah. I can't train it. Like I couldn't use uh, your all of your GI tract. <laughs> and then expect it to work well on mine or yours or yours. It just yeah.
1: wouldn't. And and that's another thing too. I from what I learned from my philosophy, it's like the the course was called philosophy through science fiction. So, mm. one thing that we talked about, great is, class, yeah, is the fact that within our own data sets that we would use to teach AI, there's already biases in those data sets, yeah. which makes which creates a bias in the AI as well. Mm. Because you know, like there's a lot like in a lot of data samples, just you know, by the way that data collection has worked is that there's a lot more of people who are you know obviously more people are represented than others and that does talk about like what blake was mentioning about how that bias in the data set creates a bias in the ai which makes it just like really bad
2: right and 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 the the fear of that is also then if you build too much bias in what is it biased towards like where 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 do you draw the line what is the bias the ai is going to hold like is it prejudicial is it Mm -hmm. i mean What form does it take?
0: But like, imagine you could take four AIs, right? Like the Mm -hmm. one that we were just talking about, like the Google, right? Yeah, yeah. And they all just kept on like building on themselves. It was like a circle. I think eventually, eventually, they would like somehow like do something. something Are are we us
1: four? Are we AIs? (laughs) You know what?
3: (laughs) You know what? That's really interesting that you brought up that bias is like such a big uh, like wall in this uh, because it it's like. Almost like we have to overcome our own biases yeah. to evolve as a species. That's,
1: that's exactly cough, like I think cough, cough. We
2: have to off. become better people. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's almost, but it's like it's not even like a like a mental. Oh, I, I have to like be less biased. It's like an actual fundamental thing that human society genetics? has to right. completely overcome in order to evolve to the next stage. Certainly. Which is something that we talked about. It's like, earlier. Social,
2: it's like social evolution, which is so than, interesting right. to me. Um, I would agree, and kind of to, to to run with that idea but it's almost
3: impossible to because like let me just mention no, because please. like yeah we can say like oh i'm trying to take in all the factors into consideration but like our human minds can't think of every single thing that we count right. for right? right like every single like demographic of society is impossible so how are we ever going to overcome this and so I don't. I, don't I think mean, think we Dean can't
0: Iba, right? Our, our dean of of. Shout of, out, of shout of out, Dean Iba! I, shout yeah. out, Dean Iba! A, a monster. Right. I love him. Anyways, um, what he, he brought up a really good point. He was like, in STEM at least, right? There is a bias, like women, men, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but the thing is, he truly believes, and I, I I think I agree with him too. Is bias is built in us, like it's in our genetics. We can't do anything about that. Okay. But one thing we can do. Is do bias training, to I, to help us like rem, like remind ourselves that we have that bias, right? Mm. You can't eliminate it, but you can do training that reminds you, hey, I have this bias towards this and this this and that, right? And that could help with the bias. But no matter what you do, at the end of the day, you're still going to have that bias. But you could decrease that bias in a way. If that I makes like sense.
2: that. I think that I think that's a very I think that's a very optimistic way that we can look at like maybe a fundamental societal problem is that we might not you know it's unrealistic to say we'll cure it but it's more realistic to say that we can all become more aware of it exactly awareness we can work around it
3: and that's a great that's great for us shout uh, out D Nibba. that's great for us to like just to become better people but uh for the uh for the ai problem uh that gets us nowhere because we can't, like, you know, right. based on what you're saying, we can't, like, eliminate every factor.
0: That could be the next thing for AI. Like, coding something that, like, helps the AI realize when they're being biased. Well, and then it got, corrects itself.
2: Yeah, but we got to do that in ourselves first. Right, right. Like we would have people. to. That would be a very difficult process yeah, to. Yeah. Well, and the other problem that I see with AI is we're so limited by our way that we can teach it. We have to teach yep. it in quantitative numerical values Mm -hmm. we have no way of teaching the ideas that supersede uh, calculation in a way Mm -hmm. Um, which is why i don't never i don't necessarily think ai will ever be able to socially help people i think they'll optimize our daily lives but i don't ever think that'll fix underlying societal problems if anything it would just exacerbate them
1: yeah and adding Mm -hmm. on to that it's i think i also heard something about once or I'd heard something once <laughs> about how AI, like if you show it like 20 pictures of cows on a field and then you show it a picture of a cow on a beach, it wouldn't be able to recognize, I think like that it's a cow or something because of like, because it like lacks uh, some sort of like, like recognition or because of like context. Like it doesn't know the, I- the ideas of context in the same way that we do.
2: Yeah. I mean, image training is a pain, you know, again, like, we're, yeah. we're doing image training with our system. Yeah, and me too. I mean you can have the same kind of cell in two different locations and it will if you tell it it's like, all right, this is a goblet cell, and then you find some other cell elsewhere that's identical or, or similar and you tell and you try and train the AI, you have to specifically tell it that those two things are the same.
0: You're basically trying to teach something to see that can't that doesn't have eyes with words.
2: Essentially. Which right. is like well said.
0: I mean, imagine like you close your eyes, right? And then or, like, you were never able to see and someone tried, like, explaining, it, like, a color or a, a structure to you. Right. Like, hey, this is a square. What is a square? I've never seen a square. Right. I don't know what a square is. Right. Like, you know. The, the, it has the,
1: four sides. Yeah. yeah. What's what, a side? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And it's just
0: constant, yeah. like, questions. And, like, how do you do that with
2: words? How like do you teach an alien to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Uh, okay. I, I
0: don't think any, any alien would so do here's So
1: here's... Um, <laughs> One th- one kind of hypothetical thing that I I learned. So have you guys? Has anyone ever heard of like Mary the color scientist? No. Nope. So no. okay, here's basically what it is, and this kind of has it talks about the ideas of like you know your own kind of like personal experiences, um, and how that affects your knowledge. So there's a girl named Mary. She lives in a black and white world, uh, and like basically she lives in a black and white house. Everything she sees is black and white um, and she has never seen a color before she grows up in this house and she reads books on any and every single you know thing that there is uh, ever and she including like description like perfect descriptions of colors mm. right could you say that she actually knows what the colors are no if she's never seen them for herself but she knows no. like what all of these descriptions, no. and what each color is. You, I'll, and I'll, tell why, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why you
0: you can't. I, I would say no to that. It's because there's some animals that see colors that we can't see. Right? We know those colors exist. Or we, we like right now. If you tried scri- if I read about that color, I wouldn't really truly know what it's like. Like I would know yeah, maybe it's warm. It's it's a cooler color. You know, it's closer to green. It's closer to blue. But I truly would not know. What that color is until I physically saw it.
1: But you, but you also we also don't have perfect descriptions of these said colors like because we've have, never seen them exactly. But imagine if she did, if she had these perfect written records of like what hmm. these colors are. Could you say that she knows what the colors are? Does she know everything about
0: these? I wouldn't. I, I don't think you would be able to make a perfect. Like, description of a color. Like, what do you say? Like, oh, it's a wavelength of 200 and, like... I mean, I don't know like, because we haven't you, done it You yet. couldn't it's do that.
1: And maybe that's, like, a poor, like a poorly explained part of it. No, no, no. no.
2: That I'm I, I really about. like where you're going with it, but, though. yeah. Because I, I, I agree. We have incomplete descriptions. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, you could argue that because human beings are not perfect, we can never describe something perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. And by that extension, we will... Never be able we to. We would never be, right. Something. We can't, even in a discussion amongst ourselves, we would never be able to find the perfect exactly. description of a color like teal or periwinkle or, God forbid, red. Yeah. Yeah. like yeah. how would I, such how, a beautiful how, color. Like, how would you describe a primary color to somebody? But in
1: a it's world so where that was possible.
3: It's so weird because colors are so hard to explain. <laughs> like It's one of the things that you just can't describe, but you just know what it
0: is. I feel like you can only relate it to something. You can never say like make its own thing. Yeah. That exact
2: reason, that exact point is why I don't think uh, Mary the color scientist in this case is able to properly contemplate or understand color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because she cannot see it yeah. or they cannot see it
1: yeah and that's kind of like just the idea of you know personal experiences and it's like can you actually fully understand or fully know something
2: without
0: having experienced it yourself No I don't think you can
2: I don't think so that that and yeah it's an enigma it's That's really a difficult cool. question
0: I mean like think about it with humans right you tell a human uh, or like a kid right don't do this. They're gonna do it, and yeah. then they're gonna experience it, and then they're not. And they're not gonna do
2: right. it anymore. Right, right, right.
0: That's just how yeah. we
1: are. One thing that I've thought about before is like, if you get a person, and you have them read every single book there is on, like, say, a cataract removal, and you show them videos of it, multiple videos, and you you just have them like read all these books and basically become a pro at it, you know, would you really trust that they'd actually be able to do it? Like. No their first time no without having done it before. No. I think it's
0: possible for them to be able to do it their first time but I would not trust them but you wouldn't say
1: that they're like mm. they're, they're a pro
0: no I you can't say they know everything because about they don't know how it feels they don't know how it feels doing it they don't yeah. know this, the power they need to do to, to put on something to cut it or you know, um, you know yeah. what I'm saying? this is
3: yeah. different because robots would know the exact amount
1: of power to cut something
3: but with, every person has different
0: densities of things and stuff like that right like, like a, your skin is not the same thickness as mine.
1: I think I think what you're thinking about. I feel like it's like if I uploaded my knowledge in, like if say I had done something, and I upload the knowledge to your brain, right? Yeah. Is that like like yeah? And I feel like then from I would that,
3: be. I feel like I would be able to do it then.
1: Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. I think just for the context of like people, uh, and sticking with the context of people, like I also I don't think that. Right cuz like, I wouldn't say they know everything about it.
2: Exactly. Like your com- like your comment about we we don't have the perfect description for color. Therefore it would be impossible to know color without seeing it. Yeah. It would be impossible to say you're a cataract surgeon without actually having done a cataract surgery. Mm-hmm. So you could be the biggest expert but you're not someone who could do it. You're you're there's a difference there. At least I see one.
0: There's yeah. always going to be that point while you're doing it you're like okay like I know how to do this, but how do I exactly do this, right? What fe- or and what until you actually right. do it, yeah. you won't really have that knowledge 100%. Mm-hmm. Cuz I feel like that. reading about it, watching videos about it is only like 80, 75% of the way, but to really make that big difference from like sep- like from a C to an A, I guess, is you really need to do it, make those mistakes, right? and then
2: you'd have it well run, a robot run doesn't but, need to make mistakes yeah i mean i was are, gonna say i want to bring it to nathan's point like yeah, how like that's what i said wh- what would a robot be able to No, know,
3: it knows exactly because you just input this is the amount of pressure you apply to like do the surgery and and so like it's not like color where you have to like have an exact description and i don't even know if you could have an exact description because like we don't we don't have one we don't know if you can have one but for a procedural thing for picking up an object robots can do that already.
0: I mean, you have a, definitely a good point, and we're seeing that with a lot of things, right? Like, even when they're manufacturing things, like, AI is very helpful, mm-hmm. and it does limit those errors, but they still have a margin of error, no matter what. That margin of error might be a lot smaller, but it still exists, mm-hmm. and I think you can't remove that. Like, nothing is perfect. Uh, even with AI, like, even w- when it's just, like, analyzing data, at a certain point, it's going to make that mistake. It might be mm-hmm. one in a million compared to us, which w- maybe be one in a thousand, but it still exists kind
1: of yeah it it, it also just there's also just a lot of context that you have to build around it too though because it's like if you give an ai a job like you give an ai a sample it's going to analyze it the same thing every single time just because that's like how computers work right if i if i print you know if i tell a computer print true like print hello it's going to do it and i put and i keep running it it's going to print the same thing every single time um but when you like think about it, like between samples, between jobs, and yeah, it, it would have that sort of difference or margin of error too.
2: Well, absolutely. I, I I I would also argue that although I agree with you, Nathan, in that if we have perfect inputs, I think the machine would be able to do it perfectly. But that's only in the case of a machine, and that's only in the case of if the person giving the information to the machine is a cataract surgeon. Like if we if we expand the hypothetical. And we say that we take a blank person and we make them a textbook video pro at cataract surgery, but they have never, we not allowed, they're not allowed to do a cataract surgery. And yeah. then that person, let's just, you know, for extravagance, say they're the best computer scientist ever. They can perfectly transpose their textbook knowledge of surgery into the machine. I don't think the machine will do it well. I think the mm. nuances that occur when you're doing something, when you're in it, it can only be described afterwards. after experiencing it. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know, because when I, when I think of, it doesn't matter how perfectly you execute, if the thing you're trying to work on, i.e. a person is not perfect, there's there's that variation. Mm-hmm. Slightest variations can change, and if you're not used to seeing it, you haven't experienced it, I think it's difficult to account for.
0: And I think that's somewhat of a barrier to advancements too. Mm -hmm. If you've taught something like from a textbook or a video, like, hey, this is how it's done and this is the only way you know how to do it, then there's no way that thing could deviate and then find a new, better way of doing it, right? Let's say like an AI took over surgeries, right? And then that was very helpful for humanity because like death rates got lowered by 80%, whatever that's going to be the only way it does it, right? Yeah. And one way humans improve. have evolved in like technology and science is by making those mistakes and finding new ways around them. Right. And eventually you add all those pieces together and you make this better way.
3: Yeah, how do you make a robot have ideas? Yeah. It's That's yeah. a really interesting thing. Or learn think, from a mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think
0: where the
1: biggest advantage lies in AI and computers is the fact that... They will do things consistently. They'll do mm-hmm. the same. If you're given this exact same input, they'll give the exact same output every single time, which obviously is different from humans, right? If I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling generally happy on one day, then I might give some, might say yes to more things. Or if I'm, you know, er, given the exact same inputs on a day where I'm not feeling as happy, or I'm going to you know, maybe a more like down mood, then I might not. Have the same things it's, that's, that's where computers have
2: the advantage no absolutely
1: have we,
3: have we reached a conclusion do we all think that robots will never replace humans I don't no.
1: know about never I think it's really hard to say the word never but I
2: don't know in the
3: I, way that we've defined it I think
0: we will become more reliant on them but they will never replace us.
2: see I think it's just going to be symbiosis I, I think that the ultimate cyborgs well right I think that the ultimate advancement is, is maintaining the human mind but Upgrading the, the flesh body. in a way, yeah, for right? Sure. Yeah, right. Because that's that where back
3: the... to the gene, uh, genetic, it, exactly, therapy, which right? Were like, like,
2: we're done with gene therapy. What do we do next?
1: Yeah, yeah. And like, we also just got to make it that far first before, <laughs> like, we just got to not right. like blow, blow each other up, right? Or, or, or,
2: <laughs> or just something else tragic happening, yeah, like exactly. another virus coming around. That's you know, yeah. I, uh, COVID's been having me think a lot about, you know, what if there was a more lethal virus that went around? Yes, COVID was awful, but. Let's compare that to some of the other awful diseases that have existed. It was it's yeah. our not value was polio, pretty low. Bro. Oh my, oh my god. god, polio. We couldn't do anything against that. That was just you get polio it's just game over. Yeah. And I I think we I hate to say it cuz it sounds it sounds petty but I think we lucked out in many ways that it was COVID and not something like Ebola or That's just Ebola. something more lethal. Right, exactly. Something and that was more brutal. At least at least like I will admit like COVID was not obviously the respiratory issues and now the longstanding autoimmune issues that have been coming out of it. You know, people having huge arrays of problems, but, you know, people weren't, there weren't bloody sores. There weren't like, it wasn't, it wasn't incapacitating you. Like if you got COVID, you could like, you know, if you caught it early enough, you could take yourself to the doctor, presumably. Whereas some diseases, you get it within the next day you're, you're not. Out. You're yeah. out. Yeah, you're down and out. You need people taking care of you. For so, sure.
1: well, I, I, I mean, think I think the answer is that we all become MDM. MD, PhD, Figure it out ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. All answer it. We got it. Like three that. degrees and, then <laughs> and we solve all these
0: problems. I yep. like that plan. That'd I like that plan. Cool. We'll make a think tank. We'll, we'll,
2: <laughs> we'll return to the Chapman theory, Pre-Med Theory Podcast and we'll turn it to the, sure. the Post-Med Theory Podcast.
0: Well, it's definitely been an eventful podcast uh, from the universe to aliens to the government to, to light back to... Good grief. All so many different Jeez. topics, I think, in one. And I think that's like the cool thing about being involved in science and just having that type of mind. Um, is there's always so much uncertainty and there's so much room for growth. Um, and everyone talk about. and everyone has different opinions on it, right? And I think that's what makes it really cool because there's so much room for creativity Absolutely. and growth. Um, personally, I don't think we've reached our limits. There's still lots mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think within the, the next 100 years, we're going to grow immensely just because of the way technology and science is evolving, the things we're discovering. So hopefully we don't blow ourselves up and so. um, theory pretty much still exists within then. Um, <laughs> In a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> or um, aliens just come and do it for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many possibilities. Yeah, no,
3: okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what
1: we'll do is we'll get AI to basically reconstruct like our personalities yeah. and mm. get everything that we've been saying and just make our own episodes absolutely <laughs> yeah, cool. we just yeah. like, start
2: firing. we deep fake the episodes the yeah, entire exactly. time yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well thank you so much for listening i hope you all have a wonderful week and just a reminder to follow us on instagram tiktok really everything at um, theory Premed. and as always episodes every tuesday at 8 a.m and um, again, thank you so much for Blake for coming out. We Thanks appreciate it. It's me, always Blake. fun talking to you. Um, and if you ever want to reach out to him, what's your Instagram?
2: At uh, Blake A Calvo. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: follow follow him. He's a good looking guy. Single. Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> I'm trying to help my boy out. Oh, I'm getting uh, advertised. Catch him, catch him at
3: Earth Cafe. Catch <laughs> me at Earth
2: Cafe. That's
0: foul. <laughs> 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 Anyways, had a great week. Oh yes! That's true. I guess that's you true. gotta do the most premed thing to say. Should,
1: most... we, should we change it up and do like a most alien thing to say, mm-hmm. or most, Mo- most tinfoil
2: or... hat comment to say? Okay, yeah.
0: Tin... Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I have one because all, right, all my that's, that's a lot
2: of my family wears tinfoil hats. Uh, the government is after me. Oh yeah. The government <laughs> doesn't want me to share this information <laughs> with you. Good summation
0: of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to say it. All right. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, peace.
2: See ya. Later. Bye.